Somebody say Lady Cougars on three. Hey everybody, welcome to Lady Cougars on three podcast where we chit chat, chill and spill. It's your girl Asia. What's up everybody? It's your girl Leslie. What's poppin'? It's Sherry. What's up? It's Ish. Now before we get into today's video, we want to remind you that you can watch our videos over on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe for Good Vibes. You can also listen to our podcast over on Spotify and mm -hmm. don't forget to follow us there as well. Now, today's topic, we're going to be talking about love languages. Who you love and who you want to be hugging. Well, or not, because sometimes <laughs> you don't want to be touched. Okay. Okay. So, before <laughs> we get into that, we're going to play a little game, because y'all know that's just what we do. So, Leslie, what we get into today? All right, guys. So, to break the ice today, we are going to play celebrity couples. And by celebrity couples, I'm going to be asking questions about some of our, uh, some of the most infamous TV couples um, for black television. So I'm gonna ask a unique question. And so the first one to answer with the correct couple or the correct answer will win that question. All right, so do we get a prize? Why are you always looking, why do people always want prizes for a game? Why can't you just play a game? Okay, come on, let's go, I'm ready. All right, so um, are you guys holding something up to let me know who's answering? Yes. Okay, what do we have? Oh, okay, got it, got it. All right, here we go. Here <laughs> is your question, starting off easy. Who was Dwayne Wayne married to? <laughs> Aisha. Whitley Gilbert. <laughs> you got to say it like how she said it. I don't, like what? Whitley. <laughs> Whitley. Whitley Gilbert. All right, here we go. The question two, um, Gina Payne's husband was Aisha Martin Payne. Okay. Oh, I'm killing y'all <laughs> for once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question three. <clears throat> the TV show is the game. Ding Dong and Blank Davis. Oh, what? Sherry. Mm, Melanie. Yep. Melanie Davis. All right. Yep. Who are you going to say, Asia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ding Dong and Blank right. Davis. Yeah, who was the missing person? person. All right. What was the show? The, the game. game. The game. Oh. All right, here we go. Question four. This handyman married this magazine receptionist. Who are the two people? Overton and Sinclair. I didn't your name, but yes. <laughs> I knew my family. Go ahead. Go ahead. Who are they? Overton and Sinclair. <laughs> the magazine receptionist threw me. I know. That's why I did it that way. You're welcome. I mean, I knew it was Sinclair, but this is how you said it. Okay, here we go. Question five. Name the husband and wife duo from the hit show Blackish. Sherry. Rainbow and Dre Johnson. Asia, that's your show. Technically, it's Andre. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I said I was killing y'all? <laughs> I'm trying to get one. I started. Right. I started good off the game. Here we go. This couple moved on up to the east side. Who were they? Sherry. George Jefferson and. Okay. Aunt Thelma. No. <laughs> Asia. George and Weezy. Weezy. Yes. Easy. All right, here we go. I was like, listen carefully. Question number seven. What was <laughs> question seven? What was Maya's husband's name in the hit show Girlfriends? Asia. Darnell. Again, I was like Darwin. No, that's, that's why I kept it. All right, number eight. Tisha Campbell played Damon's Wayne, Damon Wayne's wife in my. Let me finish my question. See, y'all don't know what I'm going to say. Tisha Campbell played Damon Wayne's wife in My Wife and Kids. What were their characters' names? Asia. Janet and Michael. Wrong. 
She was so sorry. Oh, was that her real name? That was her real name. I can't remember her name. Okay, no, you can't add it. Because I, I definitely just put J. J, right. I thought you put J. Yeah, G I just put J. Okay, good. Look at you. I know. Okay. Here we go. Next question. These two got married towards the end of the season. And so Jamie fell in love and married who? Asia? Francesca. Mm-hmm. You could have said Francesca or Fancy. Look at y'all. Look at me knowing real names. I know the real names, y'all. Okay. No one knows the real names but Asia. Anyway, though Unviv changed across the seasons, um, <clears throat> her husband did not change. What was his name? I don't know who was first. You know you saw my Say it at the same time. Say it at the same time. Philip Banks. You got it. Mm-hmm. Just, most people you just said real name. Phil. I was right. like, what did you say? James Avery is his real name. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, I Damn, damn, damn. This couple lived in the projects. What were their names? Asia. Florida and James Evans. Okay. <clears throat> My name is Cleveland Brown. My wife's name is Asia. Loretta. Well, he had two wives. So he had two wives. Really but on the Cleveland show, he was married to Loretta. He was married to Donna. Mm. He was married to Loretta on Family Guy. <laughs> so I will give you credit. Both. Yes, I will give you credit because he, but on Cleveland show, the focus was Donna. Well, what was the question? <laughs> My name is Cleveland Brown. My wife's name is. I didn't okay. say which show. So okay, that's why yeah. I said you can have it. Look at me. I came back. I won. Are we done? Because I want. All right. Yes, I win some. Okay. Anyway, so as Asia stated, we are talking about love languages. And we actually kind of got into this in a crazy way. Mm -hmm. And y'all know I'm a full auntie and I'm very, very out of touch with pop culture, very out of touch. And a few weeks ago, um, this story went viral. And um, it was about some breaking back bullshit. So. We're going to have Sherry explain how we got to this topic. Greetings. Okay, great. Well, this is one young lady. Um, she's a singer, Sawati, I believe her name. Um, what? We'll call her Saw. Um, Saw and Quattro are dating. Quavo. Quarterback. And it was um, Saw's birthday. So she got on the social medias. Sweetie. Sweet and love. She got on um, her Instagram live. She was in her bag. Okay. She's a little drunk. It's her birthday. She's in her 20s. You know, we can all remember back when. And she tells the world, you know, if a man isn't paying your bills, he ain't. If he's not buying you Birkins, he ain't. So I was like, hmm, self, what does that mean in auntie language? Okay. Because Birk, mm, they're expensive. Who has the time and the money? Okay. <laughs> so I said, hmm, okay, so what is she trying to say? And I said, all right. She's basically saying, if your man is not catering to your love language, then he ain't. And I was like, okay, we can move. I can work with this in my mind. So it's like, okay, but instead of saying, you know, it directly, it's a Birkin, it's a bill. What's your Birkin? What's your love language? Mm-hmm. And that's how we arrived at today's topic. <laughs> love languages. Okay, so before we actually started this episode, we all took the love languages quiz. Mm-hmm. And so I actually asked everyone to um, think about what they are before they took the quiz and then match to see if, you know, they were the same. So did 
everybody was theirs what they expected. So let me first, so, okay, so let's go back. So let's say what the five love languages are. They are gift giving, which is what we're talking about as far as this whole Saweetie thing is into a whole Burke thing, Burke and bag things. Quality time, Mm -hmm. words of affirmation, touch, and acts of service. Okay. So um, who, who wants to share what their top one was and kind of explain what they, what, you know, what it means? You want to start? I'll start. So before taking the quiz, my, or what I, I still think to this day, I still think mine is acts of service. However, when I took the quiz, it's at quality time. Now, if you've ever taken the quiz, you know, it's kind of just two things they put together, which one is best in that moment. So that's how they came to that solution. So mine was quality time once I took the quiz. Second was acts of service. So it was still high up on the list. But um, I, I mean, it makes sense. Once I read the description, it definitely made sense. I'm like, that's absolutely like how I think, how I feel. So just a quick brief overview. It says you like, nothing says I love you, like full undivided attention. Fair. Uh, <laughs> I feel worker. Uh, yeah, special guest. <laughs> okay, <laughs> being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, Fork and knife down and all chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed activities, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Whether it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together, you deepen your connection with others through sharing time. So once I read that, I was like, absolutely spot on. That is me all the way. So Acts of service and quality time for me are definitely like not one in the same as in they don't mean the same thing, but those are definitely like here when it comes to my love languages. And yeah, so mine was different, but it still all worked out. So so you thought um, acts of service was going to be your number one? Um, I didn't necessarily think acts of service was going to be my number one once taking the quiz. I thought acts of service, I don't know, I still think it is my love language. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll talk a little bit about love language. First of all, I'm also a quality timer. Um, I just want to be in your space. Let's just be, we can be in the same room. We can be watching the game or whatever, but I just want to be like together, you know, in the same space. But my uh, second love language is acts of service and acts of service. I'm going to go off the dome. Um, just to give you some examples, it's it's literally someone who pays attention to what you do, what you need, and can swoop in and just handle something. You know, like if I'm super busy, Sherry, I, I got in your car, I saw the maintenance required light was on. Let me go get the oil change. That's enough. Nice. Okay. We're here for that. Right. <laughs> like, oh, I forgot to pick up the dry cleaning. Don't worry, I got it on my way home. Ugh. That makes so much. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just the small things like that. But, oh, your your tag's about to expire. Let me go get the car inspected. The trash bag is full. Let me take it out. Go take out the trash. And I have to ask you. That's small things. That's an act it's of service. It's the little things. That's what Indy Yes. Yeah. I'm so, the jam. So, Isha, what you got going on over there? 
So this is actually my second time taking the quiz. And when I initially took it, I had two that were like neck and neck as far as like, you know, my, my top love languages. So taking it again, you know, years later, I knew that one would probably be the predominant one and it was. So my love language after all of that is words of affirmation. Um, but what happened with my results was that like that one was super high and the other ones kind of like, you know, fell and they were all like ranked kind of equally. So words of affirmation, like, um, I think it's just pretty self-explanatory. Like, you know, tell me how you feel about me. I want to hear that. That mm -hmm. makes me, that brings me joy. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, mm -hmm. there are ways to express your appreciation and I love to hear it. Write me a note. Tell me a little something. I really, really genuinely Whisper, appreciate that. Sweet nothings in your okay. <laughs> It makes a lot things. of sense, especially with um with what I know about you and your emotional side. Now I'm knowing that that is your number one love language. When I say things to you and when your response, I'll be like, girl, I'm just telling you. Things. And everybody that knows me knows I'm super emotional. So it's like, you know, you tell me those things and it breaks me. Like it I will cry. Her down. I will cry. So it's just like, thank you for tying my shoes. <laughs> I'm telling you like a card in the mail with like, you know, the sweetest little just note like, oh, I was thinking about you were thinking about me. Like that really, it just right here. I love yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I Mm -hmm. yep. yep. So for me, when I took the quiz, in my mind, what I had for the top was correct. And then everything else um, was pretty much in the right order. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's physical touch. So physical touch obviously is very self-explanatory, but you have to be careful with physical touch because obviously there are different levels to it. And so um, you can have a friendly touch, you can have an intimate touch. And so we're trained as humans, like physical touch is... Um, a huge thing. Our body is made to be touched. And so our brain, it <laughs> sounds really except weird. Except for but, Asia. Right. <laughs> right. As, except I got a, I got a zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, but our brain, you know, is, is made to understand whether it's intimacy, you know, whether it's inappropriate, like we understand. And so we have to be careful when we're thinking about the love language with physical touch, because when you're, when your spouse knows that they have to use it in the right way right. and for me physical touch and words of affirmation were were kind of neck and neck and depending on my mood for the day they will switch spots so words of affirmation are important to me but if behind that comes a physical touch as well oh it's a, it's a wrap, a wrap. <laughs> it's a whole wrap so um and i think that um physical touch you just you just have to be careful so like if if i'm your friend and i know that you're going through a simple touch to the shoulder or grabbing your hand or giving you a warm embrace is something that can completely change the dynamic of how you're feeling about a situation. And so for me, that love language is very important because I, I'm one who's big on security. Mm -hmm. And so I want to feel that you are there. Mm -hmm. And by that, I need you to, to physically show that. Yeah. And the last one is gifts. Yes. Terrible. Gifts. So gifts. Person. Gifts doesn't necessarily mean Birkins. Um, you know, it don't. it don't mean it doesn't mean Birkins. So sugar in the raw, beloved. It doesn't mean Birkins. Sugar in the raw. <laughs> what? I was like, 
Like, what is sugar in the raw? Oh my god, sour tea. It, so it doesn't. Oh my god. <laughs> It took a second to process, and I was like, sugar in the raw. Okay. I forgot. Sucre. Sweet so it doesn't mean, um, you know, Birkins. It literally could mean I was thinking about you, and I picked this up that you need, and you need it. Because I have my best friend. Shout out to my best friend, Jamie Blue. Um, she uh, was obsessed with, like, some towels that I had in my house. But she was like, well, why are they so, they wrap all the way around my body a couple times. And I was like, oh, bet. I know I'm going to get you for Christmas. And she was like, what? I was like, bath sheets. And she was like, <laughs> because yeah. she is a gift receiver mm-hmm. and a gift giver. That is her love language. But the gift doesn't need to be anything high end. It's just something that I, I was thinking about you. And it's something I know you need. Yeah. You can use. And here it is. Yeah. So like, yeah. So for me, because I have to think about gifts. Because like another friend, actually, no, I think this was Jamie too. Girl. Get off my line. <laughs> but <laughs> she needed one of those. I got her one of those things where she can to, to get into the house. She got like one of those push pad things. Because mm. it was like, we never know what's going to happen. Just have a code. We might not have the key with us. Just have a code so you can put it in. So I just went ahead and got her one for Christmas, you know, just in case for the both of us. So it's, it's so the gift doesn't necessarily need to be a whole bunch of money. It could be like, oh, you was in Wegmans and you know I like that cheese mm-hmm. and you got it right. and it was $5. Or you were in my kitchen and you saw my sponges were kind of raggedy and you went and, go, and you bought me some scrunches, some sponges, scrunches. Scrunches. <laughs> scrunches. Yeah. some sponges. So, yeah. So. It's really just, it's more so the thoughts behind Yes. Right. Not a materialist. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. in talking, like we also discovered, um, I know that for myself and I think Aisha said the same thing like I might be good at doing those kind of off the wall like oh I know you like this and so I got this for you but receiving I'm bad at receiving yeah. gifts I'm a terrible gift same. receiver yeah. like so, recipient yeah I'm awful and it's like sometimes I'll be like I don't know what to say because I'm like well I don't want to like I, the thing with gifts that becomes a challenge is like, did they do this for something? Like, I hate having my mind go. And I'm also like one of those type of gift givers. Like, I don't give out of obligation. I give out with thought. So exactly. I hate giving for birthdays. I hate giving for Christmas. I hate giving for any specialized holiday. I like, okay, I was walking in the store on just Wednesday. Right, just right. because gift. And I, and I like to receive just because I feel Same. that more thought goes into those gifts then you mm-hmm. feeling like oh it's your birthday so i gotta get you something i agree you know Chris, I, I i i think the older i've gotten the more i'm like i hate buying christmas gifts oh it feels God. so same obligatory right. i tried to cancel way. christmas and my brother told me no. i'm the same way i hate all, buying, I was born christmas. buying I christmas right. gifts for adults like oh, yeah. you get it you do it for children because they genuinely enjoy my light bill <laughs> Come on. Money. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. But that that translates to an act of service to me. Mm-hmm. So like uh, I mentioned that I've taken the quiz twice and both times gifts have scored a big fat zero for me. Like I I don't need right. a gift. And I do want to <laughs> underscore something with the test. Um, because you with the test, it's usually like this or that. Mm-hmm. So you got two things going head to head. Mm-hmm. And um oftentimes if gifts is going against quality time quality time is going to win for a lot of us and that's the top of our list but if the gifts goes against physical touch that might shift in asia's favor who's like (laughs) don't touch me but you can give me something 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> or or if you're gonna touch me, are we getting it pop? <laughs> like <laughs> clutch your pearls. Go ahead. They're not there. I mean, but be right. right, like no, don't be just don't yeah, because I think about my brother who's not so much of a physical touch person, and again, funny story. Some um little girl, he was in the grocery store with her, they were dating. And she put her arms around his waist while he was going to grab some uh, produce. And he stiff-armed her because he was like, what are you doing? We're in the groceries. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't ready for it. And I imagine Asia would react no, the same way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you touching on me in the produce you, section? <laughs> if you're my man or if we're dating and yeah. I'm not gonna stiff arm you. I might enjoy it for a second, then eventually I might be over it. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, oh, back up. Now, if it's our first date, I've never met you a day in my life, we're 30 minutes in, you might get the stiff arm. You might get the husband on you, okay? Yeah. But other than that, you like, know, you don't want him rubbing on your hand like I'm rubbing on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> go into her frame. <laughs> right, go into her frame. <laughs> no, because then I start laughing because I was mad too. <laughs> But, okay, so I mean that's an important point um, because when I was thinking about the whole physical touch thing and understanding the difference, um, I was explaining. So I came, I have been in um, in a very emotionally and verbally abusive relationship. Again, don't mind sharing. Uh, and so from that person was one of those who liked to like if you stand in the kitchen washing dishes, they like to come up behind you, smack your ass, and you know. I like but that. I I don't mind that. But because of the verbal abuse that I received and the emotional abuse that I received, those touches then felt like punishment. Yeah. And so the, the intimacy behind it that was originally there when we were in a great place was now gone. And so that's why you have to be careful. And, it's, and I don't think that people think about the importance of that. And that's why words of affirmation and physical touch are, are high for me because um, what is very important to know with people where words of affirmation are high anything that you do to kind of bring them down to degrade them to insult them um to make them feel any type of way other than good it is hard for them to let go of it it is hard for them to forgive from that and so if you if you go to that place with them you kind of just like completely shift how they view you mm -hmm. um and so I think that in the importance of this conversation is to understand that love languages are important in every type of relationship. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I was, and, and to piggyback off of that, it's like, you know, we are four women, different stages in our lives, and we've expressed how we all have different love languages. I don't know when you all, you know, became privy of this, like, you know, concept, but I didn't receive this, like, I, I received the book about love languages as a wedding gift, so mm -hmm. I had no idea what it meant prior to that, and even when I got it as a wedding gift, I was like, oh, it's nice, like, you know, put it off to the side, and, like, one day, you know, I, I, I saw it, I took it to the hairdresser with me and I became fascinated with it. And I finished it in like two hours. Like the book just completely took me by surprise. I was like, what? I never even considered that people give and receive love in different ways. Exactly. So it's like, okay, if you're in a relationship and you are feeling like your partner is not giving you what you want, is it because 
they are expressing it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's something that I didn't even consider. Mm-hmm. And, and and go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, no, that's an important point because like um, what people also don't realize is that just because it's your love language doesn't mean that it's your spouse's or your significant other. So touch is the is the one for me, but you may not want to be touched. Mm-hmm. So you can't expect you can't give that out expecting to get it back when they don't understand it. So it's right. important to study what your partner's love language mm-hmm. is to understand how to properly love them. Yes. Right. So it, I think oh, it's important sorry. as a single person, yes. as like someone in a relationship to know what your love language mm-hmm. is, to know one, what you want and what, and the other, like if you're in a relationship with someone, what their language is, yes. because mm-hmm. if it's not your primary, you have to shift how you you know, give and, you know, receive love from that person. So you have to understand their shortcomings. You have to like, you know, kind of go out of your way if y'all don't have the like same primary language. And it's okay if you don't. Right. Right. I don't know that there's a lot of relationships where people do have the same. I mean, I'm I'm just speaking from experience. (laughs) It's like, I, you know, if you have the, if you don't have the same primary language, that doesn't mean you're not compatible. It means that you have to work, work, work. Yeah. Because I have a perfect hypo. Go. Yes. It's like, imagine, imagine me and Aisha are dating, right? I'm a quality timer. I'm quality time down. Aisha's acts of service or not acts of service, sorry, words of affirmation. But imagine me and I'm like, I'm here. I'm always with you. I'm here. And she's like, but you don't tell me you love me. Right. But I'm like, I do love you. I'm here. Right. 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 And then, yeah. Or, yeah. Or I get busy and I can't be there. And then she's like, but I love you. And I'm, or no, she's busy. She's working, working nonstop. I love you. I love you. I love you. She's saying it, but I'm like, but you're not here. Right. That's where the work has to come in. Because that's. That's that's where the clashes get. And the thing is, I like I wonder how many relationships break down because people don't know right their their own language or their partner. Right. 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 And it's hard to articulate that without a resource like the five. Absolutely. Absolutely. Boom. Like that. I'm telling you. And the quiz is online for free. We're gonna put it in the description bar below. Take it. Take it. Take it. It's a quick. It's a quick quiz. Less than five minutes. There's different books for each stage of your relationship. So this is the five love languages for singles. There's couples. Yeah. There's family. I think. Yes. One for kids. And then also like take it throughout your life because it will change. change. Usually your number one will stay your number one. It probably will be like one and two. One and two. Like yeah, they'll be neck and neck. They might even out but the other ones like things things that you're missing in your life will will sneak their way so i think um some of the key takeaways from this conversation is recognizing that love languages is something that you need to not only know for yourself but for your spouse but that understanding that it's it's going to be some learning like if if words of affirmation are not your top thing Mm -hmm. you're going to have to learn how to speak to your spouse. I mean, I can definitely share that that was something that my spouse, my ex-spouse had to learn with me because he is, there's not, that was not his love language at all. But with it being so high for me, he had to learn and, and sitting in counseling and, and the counselors had to explain to him, like, she needs you to say these things to her. She needs you to be apologetic, not just show it, but to, those words need to come out of out of your mouth, but also recognize that if words of affirmation are a top one, we know 
when you're genuine and when you are not. So don't just be out here saying stuff just to be saying stuff, thinking that you're a pizza because you actually are making the situation worse. And let's add an antiism because I feel like I have. Uh -huh. <laughs> what? what I say? Antiism. 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 Whatever. Anti. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to the two most underrated love languages that were not on that list: communication and consistency. Mm -hmm. those two things will get you where you need to go with this list. Mm -hmm. You can know your love language all day, every day. Are you communicating that though? And and communication comes, it, it comes in largely with all of them. All of Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Verbal and nonverbal. Don't on. forget that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. also like you, you said that this is important for you to like know your language as well as your spouse's language but what about even in friendships even oh, in yeah. your yes. like Absolutely. you need to recognize yes. this like in your in your relationships that are close to you family relationships yes. like you have to understand that you to like whoever you are in relationship with you're not going to always have the primary i mean the same primary really um love language right and that's okay. Yeah. It's just a matter of how you move, given right. like, you know, the the difference. It's a matter of learning, asking, mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. learning and following through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then actually like um I actually thought about like how my relationship with my family, my parents have shaped my love languages because a lot of people don't know how to express certain things because they've never gotten it at home. And so in adulthood, it's like if my parents weren't telling me every day that they love me, if they weren't giving me positive words of affirmation every day, that may be something that is very new to me. So also look at your history and see, you know, oh, man, this is not something that I'm used to. So this is definitely something that I need to, to study and learn. And like we said, you have to work. So I think that uh, an auntieism for me is we all have the goal of pleasing our spouse and loving our spouse in the right way. But in loving them, don't forget to communicate your needs. So I have a question, ladies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about our love languages and I'm really curious because I know what it is for me personally, but do you feel like your love language was a product of your childhood and from like a lack of the love language that you received growing up or from what you observed growing up? That's a good question. So good. That is good. And, and, and remember, think about this, your answer before you just right. answer it. Thinking, well, wait, what is mine? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I mean, not touch. Definitely not, touch was not an issue. I mean, and when you say touch, Nothing sounds very dirty but not, not in that way but for words of affirmation I definitely think that for me I think about with being the baby being the only girl having two very successful brothers um very intelligent brothers um I felt like I was always in competition so I felt like I needed to hear I'm proud of you I needed to hear you're doing a great job I didn't need to hear did you do this did you do that I needed to hear those positive words and so I think that that's why they're so important to me because I feel like I've always, and they'll always say, you weren't in competition. When you have spent your entire life every year having a teacher that had one of your brothers yeah. or having a teacher who knows your mother, like it is 
you don't understand the pressure. Mm -hmm. So I always felt this extra pressure on top of me. And I, I just needed those, the words of affirmation. So I think that for me, yeah, it definitely shapes why that one is so high for me, why it's so important. Mm -hmm. Good question. Right. And then for, for me, um, it's a combination of two things, right? So it's a combination of, with my family, especially growing up, we weren't like, you know, boiling like that. And love was, we come together. We're here for you. Whatever you need at the drop of the dime, somebody's coming in. And, or it's, or it's like, I, I can imagine when I was taking the bar exam, my mom and grandma came down and they were like, okay, Sherry got all this laundry that needs to be done. We just gonna do this laundry until she runs out of detergent. <laughs> you know, let's cook this food for her. And then my mom's like, okay, teach me about the law. So, <laughs> so before the bar exam, we're teaching her about different, because that's, that's how we love. And to even give another example, like my brother was, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm about to air you out a little bit. <laughs> uh, he had complained uh, a while uh, recently. He was like, y'all know, y'all don't ever give me anything for my birthday. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> and, then, and then I let him, get that boy something I let him talk. I let him talk. I let him talk and I was like, you know what? You're right. We've been messing up. And I called my mama and I was like, Ma, we've been bleeping up. We got to get out of something for, for, for his birthday. And she goes, oh, well, Sherry, okay, well, let's find out how much the flight is because she's in the D we, she's in DMV still. I'm in North Carolina. My brother's in Atlanta right now. She's like, oh, well, we need to fly down and we need to go and we need to cook. And I'm like, Ma, he asked for something yes. again. Yeah, again. Yeah. Right. And, I'm, and that's what I said. And even when I talked to my brother, I was like, Kanye says this line where he's like, my, present is, my presence is a present. And it's funny at first, but for the quality timers. Yeah, it is. Again. It's a gift. <laughs> and like, I have other friends who are like, they're always like, I love you when we do part. And I'm like, do we have to keep saying it? Because <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I know. I love you. And I'm like, I love you. I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Mm -hmm. If I drop what I'm doing to be present in your life, that is love for me. So that's how I, that's how as a family, I've learned about love. But then on the flip side, the other reason that quality time is so high for me is because, and actually affirmations is creeping its way up. It's because again, Africans, have you eaten? <laughs> have you eaten? I'm here. <laughs> oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, you got yourself another degree. Oh, okay. That's nice. Where are the children? <laughs> so, <it's> like, <laughs> so you're not really affirmed yeah. in what you do. So I'm missing that. And then, of course, you know, between my mother and father, you know, dad died in 96. So I was missing. I'm missing that part of my life as well. So that is another reason why quality time is so high. Yeah. And then why affirmation keeps creeping its way up, because I had been missing that. And for me... Um, well, I think as I've gotten older and, you know, you, the more time you spend with yourself, you start to learn about yourself, you learn what you like, what you don't like and all that stuff. So for me, I've come to terms with quality time. Well, I'll say this in regards to taking the love language quiz and telling you that that is my number one lo love language. I'll say that quality time is something that I didn't necessarily have growing up. So I'm like, well, maybe that is why that's my love language now. I do think a part of it is me learning what I like, what I don't like. Um, but 
I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to think like, well, maybe that is why. So that's why we really want to pose this question because yeah. it's such a good question to really make you think. Mm -hmm. Number one, think about your, you know, everything stems from childhood, regardless if you're 55, 25, 75, everything stems from childhood. So it's like, mm -hmm. think about how you grew up, who was around you, who shaped the way that you think, the way that you feel, who shaped all those things. And you can kind of come to terms with okay, I am this way because of X, Y, and Z. So it's almost like, think about the question, think about what your love language is or even what you think it is and take the quiz. So you can really kind of, you know, maybe see like what's one and two and they might be kind of on the same playing field, but it's just about learning, learning yourself, really. Mm -hmm. Learning yourself, learning what you like, what you don't like, thinking about your childhood. And then you can pretty much probably see wh why your love language is the way that it is and look at all relationships yes not yeah. just um not just uh your spouse or significant other but friendships and also your family mm -hmm. and yeah. what but what about you aisha so for me i like i absolutely know that words of affirmation is top for me because it is what i did not receive as a child but in turn, I see that I am overly expressive with my own child in that way. So I'm curious to know what she develops from that, because mm -hmm. like growing up, I never heard like, you're beautiful, you're smart, like, you know, you're doing a great job. You know, I just felt like I, I knew that those like pressures were not to be pretty or whatever, but like I knew that like you know, to do well in school, to like, you know, do my chores and do things like that. Like I did that because I wanted my own like gratification from it, but not because I was praised for it. So mm -hmm. um, like I, because I didn't get that praise and I, that probably factors into why I don't receive gifts well, or like, you know, why I'm a little cautious when I hear those things, like, yeah. am I really this way? Or are they just saying this, you know? So um, to like, you know, balance that out, I know that with my own child, like I'm very, very expressive. Like you did a great job. And like, you know, I want to, I want to like, you know, fill her with mm -hmm. that because I didn't have it. Yeah. You want to give her the things that you did not. Right. Absolutely. So I wonder God, if like this thing got me emotional. I'm about to cry. <laughs> no shit about to cry. <laughs> but I'm seriously like probably she doesn't want to hear that. You right. know what I mean? Like I wonder what her love language develops into because I'm always telling her that. And, and like the, even the as love, an adult child, like yeah. I still don't yeah. get that. You There's know a love language for, for kids. kids. Yeah, I'm just about to so say she can take same, it. I'm, I'm very curious to see where yeah. hers is. We gonna report back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah. it absolutely came from not receiving that. Now, experience. for those of us who are in relationships, is there something we can do differently for the our significant others who may have different love languages from us? Like, is there like a call to action? Learn and listen. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I think ask. Yeah, and and mm -hmm. I, I mean, a friend of mine who, I mean, we're very close. I called him and I was like, um, "What are your two love languages?" And he was like, "Da da da and da da da." And I was just like, "It's very clear. Like he makes it very clear. Mm -hmm. um, not just in romantic relationships, but but also in friendships. Like to the point, like he just sent me a picture of something that he loves to do, and I'm like, "This is so your love language, mm -hmm. and he's so good at it." 
And but he knows that it's like for him, it's acts of service. Mm -hmm. But he knows that he's very good at doing for people. And it's not it's not about receiving, but he just loves mm -hmm. doing for other people. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that even just in being friends with him, like it's really helped me to learn. Like it's very important to know since acts of service is not I think that was like third on mine um, for relation. So for me, acts of service, like just doing for people, I just do. Right. I don't necessarily think about it from a romantic and I don't, I don't like how they ask the questions on that on this particular quiz. Agreed. But I just think that, <laughs> like you said, it's it's really just learning and listening and um, like you said, communicating. I was gonna say, and I mean another plug for this book, and not that we're sponsored by them or anything, but it's just like this book gave. I mean, I think it's a wonderful resource for how to like if mm -hmm. if you are trying to fill your partner, whoever it is, like if you're trying to fill a love language that is not your primary language, I think that that book is a wonderful resource yes. into how to do that. Yeah. And yes. even when you take the quiz, if you take note of those things that aren't your primary language, like, you know, if it says, if physical touch is not, if, for example, if physical touch is not your primary language, but it says, you know, you do this or hold hands with this person in public. And if that person's, you know, language is physical touch, you learn, okay, if I hold this mm -hmm. this person's hand in, in public, this is filling their tank. Correct. And this is like giving Correct. them what they need. And Correct. if that's your ultimate goal, mm -hmm. then you can do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so again, the book is a resource in, in ways to find um, like a different way to communicate your, your love, your appreciation for your partner, mm -hmm. whoever that may be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, again, this is one of those topics that can go on forever and ever and ever because there's so much more um, depth to each love language. Mm -hmm. But we are going to end that there. And Asia, what's our call to action to our viewers? So in the comment section, let us know what your love language is. Mm -hmm. Also, let us know if you've ever taken the love language quiz and if what you think your love language is if it came out to be the same thing once you've taken the quiz. Mm -hmm. And you can find that quiz in our description yes. from our video. And Down so up. we'll make sure that you have access to it. And of course, Google is your friend. Blue. Your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and free. <laughs> All right, guys. So thanks again for watching. Remember to um, head on over to YouTube to catch up on our all of our episodes. Subscribe for good vibes. Remember to listen, like, and follow us on Spotify. And um, and thanks, guys, for watching. Anything else, ladies? That's it. That's all. Let's toast it up. Let's toast it up. Say, Lady Cougars on three. One, two, three. Lady, Lady Cougars. Somebody say Lady Cook is on three.